there was this zookeeper that loved to golf. In fact, he loved to golf so much that he would teach the animals in a zoo how to golf. One day he felt like the gorilla was ready. So he took him to the public golf course. He's getting ready to tee off on the first hole. And these two cocky young golfers come up behind him, just giving this guy a hard time. What, you, you bring an ape on the golf course? And the guy says, well, of course I do. He says, he's a pretty good golfer. Oh, really? Your ape's a good golfer? He said, yeah. They said, well, how about you care for a little wager? He said, well, what are you thinking? And they said, $100 a hole. The zookeeper looks over at the ape, and the ape just kind of shrugs his shoulders and, and says no. And then he gives a little snort, and the zookeeper says, oh, good idea. So he turns back over to the young, loud gentleman and says, Gorilla would like to up it to maybe $1,000 a hole. They said, are you kidding me? They couldn't believe the good fortune. We're going to play a gorilla for $1,000 a hole. <laughs> they said, you, you got it, of course. We'll even let your ape tee off first. Okay, so the ape grabs his driver. Gets up on the first hole and just destroys this ball. I mean, he drives one. He just nails one off the tee, and the ball goes flying in the air. 500-some yards, lands on the green, and rolls up right next to the cup. The young guys, their jaws just dropped open. They, they couldn't believe what they just saw, and they realized that they had just been had. Oh, my word, this gorilla can seriously golf. They said, we're not even going to play the rest of the round with you. We're going to write you a check right now. You win. And they write him a check. When the zookeeper is grabbing the check from them, he goes over to them and says, can I tell you boys a little secret? And they said, well, sure. He said, you know how my gorilla drives the ball? And they said, yeah. He said, well, he puts it the same way. I apologize for those of you that aren't golfers, <laughs> but the drive is a long shot down the, the fairway. The putt is a short shot. And the fact that the gorilla would hit the putt just as far as he would hit the drive. That <laughs> Anyway, I've golfed with all sorts of golfers, all sorts of good ones as well as bad ones. And one time I was able to golf with this golf pro and he taught me something that changed my life. And I thought it might change your life, too. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. What's up, happy lifers? I am so glad that you joined us today. I wish you were here with me in the studio. I mean, it is gorgeous at Happy Life Studios today. 
This morning I woke up early and our city had a parade, so I was able to watch a parade. And then they had a little fair afterwards on the lake, and I was able to go with my, my son and his wife and see my other son at the parade. And, and now I'm sitting in my office, and I just got done mowing the lawn, and it's just absolutely it's perfect out there. It's low 70s, a little breezy, the sun's out. I mean, it is a beautiful day, and I thought I'd come in here and share it with you guys. Truth be told, even though the day is a, it's a good day, man, I just, have you ever had something in your gut that you're not sure? You just feel like something's not right in the universe or something's not right in your life or there's just something that's up. It might be with your, some relationship you have, a fam- familiar relationship, a, a job, uh, your finances, your health. I don't I just, even though everything is absolutely perfect today, I got to spend time with family. I got to go to the fair. My wife is baking something chocolate. I could smell it in the kitchen today. But yet there's still something inside of me that just feels like something is off. And I, I don't know why. I got a few hunches. And I, and I had several thoughts for what I want to share with on the podcast this week. And the weekend snuck up on me. And next thing I know, I'm going, oh, I got to record a podcast. And so I started searching through what I was going to talk about and stuff. And just none of them just felt right because I can't shake this feeling that something is going on that just doesn't feel right in my gut. And then I remembered I had a conversation yesterday with a couple school administrators. Uh, They were a principal and a vice principal. Uh, at a school and their guidance counselor, and they were brainstorming on what they were going to do for the school. I mean, these guys, they're amazing. They, they come up with themes every year. They come up with how they want to do more than just teach their students, but they want to teach their students how to live, how to live a successful life. And they don't want to just get them through a curriculum, but they want to help these kids succeed in life so much so that they actually started a studio in the school. We helped. So it's one of, one of our, other brother studios down in Southern California. We helped them start a, a studio down there so they can teach these students, they call them scholars, how to do more than just math, reading, writing, and arithmetic, right? They, they want to teach them to be successful in life. And we just had a brainstorming session that went three hours long. Not just on what they're going to do, but how they're going to do it, how are we going to make these kids have the best year, how are we can get them ready for the future, how we can get them future ready. And as the counselor was talking once, he started sharing something, and I just thought, man, that, is, that fits right along with what I'm going through today. As I was out mowing the lawn, just thinking, all of a sudden, his quote came up to me, and then it, then it reminded me of the quote that I got from, from that golf pro. And that's what I want to share with you. He was talking about how when he talks to a lot of these students, he tells them that, that sometimes life gets uncomfortable. Sometimes it's uncomfortable, the things that you have to do. If you have to stand up in, in front and give a speech or, or you have to, you know, sometimes the work that you have to do or, you know, he's talked about all the different personalities and we all have different things that we struggle with. He says, but he, he says, I want, I want my scholars to know that it's okay to be uncomfortable. And I thought that was genius. Even though right now, I just feel like there's something wrong. I've been, my wife and I have been going through some stuff. We've been struggling with some stuff, mentally trying to figure some stuff out. Uh, not with our relationship. Our relationship is good, but we just been, we just been in this spot where we're trying to figure some things out and we just, it's just uncomfortable right now because we don't, 
necessarily know the right cause of action. And pretty soon, you know, your brain's going all sorts of places. And now you've got, you know, you're stalemated. There's actually an ancient saying. It's been around for thousands of years. And it says that a a double-minded person is unstable in all their ways. That's actually in the Bible. In other words, if you have too many thoughts going on in your mind, you're unstable in everything else. And when you start feeling like something is off, something's not right, what is going on? You're trying to figure it out. Pretty soon, it's, it's hard for you to make any decision at all. And my wife and I were kind of in that spot. And, and maybe I'm feeling it more than her, but I'm just, I just, that might contribute to why I'm feeling. But you get to a point where like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and then as I was thinking about all that, that guy's quote came up to me as we talked on just yesterday, where he just said, it's okay to be uncomfortable, which takes me to the golf pro. We had just hit around, and it was so cool to be able to go out with him. And got, I got new clubs to play with. It was it was just a blast. And we finished the round, and he wanted to. He had a little bit more time, so he kind of wanted to teach me a little lesson. And I won't go into what the lesson was, but he says, "Now you hold the club like this. Normally you hold it like this, but this this time I want you to hold it like this, and I want you to stand like this. Now normally you stand like this, but it basically changed my stance, changed a little bit how I held the club, how I swung the club, but." I would just practice it on the grass, just what he said. And I could practice it all day long on the grass. But then the moment he took the golf ball and he put it down on the grass, that made it real. He says, now hit that. Well, when it's just practice, man, I'd like to know what score I would get golfing if I could take all my practice shots. Because my practice shots in my head just feel so perfect. Golf is so, it's so mental. That's why I love it. It, it, it helps you with life anyway. It's like life to me. It's like Ted Lasso. Football is life. Well, golf is life. I mean, it's you and that little white ball down there just staring at you saying, go ahead, try it. When there's no ball there, it's it's easy. The swings are just, they're just great. I finally stopped doing my practice swings before I hit a ball because the problem was if I'd hit a really good practice swing, this is how my brain would work. I'd say, oh, I wait. <laughs> I wasted my good shot on the practice swing. Now I'm never going to be able to do that twice in a row. <laughs> Or if I if I hit a really bad shot, I hit the ground really hard, or I you know I just I have a bad shot, then I go oh great I'm probably gonna do the one hit the ball. I mean I for me the way my brain works and I know not everybody's brain works this way and consider yourself blessed if it doesn't work the way that mine does. I had a friend say the other day I was telling him oh, a couple weeks ago and I said man I'm just tired. He says of course you're tired. He said if my brain worked all the time if I was always analyzing things like you, he said. I'd be tired all the time too. That's just kind of how I'm created. I'm a very, I'm a creative. I'm a, I'm a thought leader. My brain is always going. It's always, I'm a happy preneur. I'm always trying to figure stuff out. And that sometimes can be my greatest strength and my greatest ally. And sometimes it can be my greatest enemy. Like when I'm taking a practice swing before I hit the actual ball, you know, no matter what I do, I'm not going to win because I'm overanalyzing. So I just stopped taking practice swings. I just put the ball down and I just, whatever's going to, it's, it's going to, it's going to be what it's going to be. But when I'm hitting those practice swings, when that, when that pro is teaching me a different kind of swing that I wasn't used to, it was all brand new to me. But as long as it was just me and the grass and there's no ball there, it was easy. Oh, it was easy. But the moment you put the ball down, I get ready to swing it and I just pause and I get ready to swing, but it, I just pause. And he, the, the pro looks at me and he says, what's going on? I says, uh, I, I can't, I, I, I don't know. I just can't hit it. He said, why not? I said, it's just, it just feels weird. 
And what he told me next changed my life. And I'm hoping it might change yours as well. One word, he said. One word, two letters. So? (laughs) That's what he said. He said, so? When I said, I can't hit that, why not? Because it just feels too weird. He says, so? At that point, I realized it's okay, just like the school counselor who would tell his scholars, it's okay, it's okay to feel uncomfortable. And I realized it doesn't matter if my swing felt uncomfortable. Just swing the way the guy taught you and see what happens. And so I just did it. What is it going to hurt? And I swung, and it was a great shot. It did exactly like he told me it would do. That tip changed my game. And I'm not talking about my golf game. It helped my golf game. But I'm talking about the game of life. You know, you've heard that joke. We've done it here on the podcast a long time ago. But life, it's a magazine. How much does it cost? 50 cents. Well, I only have a quarter. Well, that's life. What's life? A magazine. How much does it cost? 50 cents. Well, I only have a quarter. (laughs) Well, I kind of tweaked it for this episode today. Well, that's life. What's life? It's a game. Well, let's play it. I don't have it. That's life. What's life? It's a game. Well, let's play it. I don't have it. Well, that's life. What's life? (laughs) Because really, I'm talking about the game of life that it helped me improve. When I was talking with that counselor, I was just telling him, it is so amazing. I, I just felt so happy inside that he's teaching these students, these young adults to be down the road. He's teaching them that it's okay to be uncomfortable. It's okay to not have the answers. Before that golf pro told me, so, so what if it feels uncomfortable? Whenever I would learn, I'd read magazines or I'd watch videos or I'd hang out with other golfers. And like I said, some were good, some were not so good. Okay. But the videos, the magazines, the the people, the fellow golfers were trying to teach me something. And the problem was, was I didn't realize it was okay to be uncomfortable. So halfway through the swing, I would always revert back to what I knew before, which always got me into trouble. <laughs> it would go back to the same result because I had the same swing because I kept trying to go back to what felt right for me. Change is okay. It's okay if it feels weird. So? <laughs> Today, when I was mowing the lawn, my, my lawn, I, it, it's being taken over by clover. I got a big bear patch. A couple weeks ago, a month or so ago, it just looked horrible. And I wanted to thatch it, and I wanted to reseed it, do all the stuff to it, and I didn't. I just didn't have the funds to do it, so I didn't. And I was just killing myself, beating myself up because I didn't get to that. I should have thatched it. I should have aerated it, the whole deal, but I didn't. But you know what I did anyway? I went out there and I mowed the lawn anyhow. I just mowed it. I just mowed it. And then pretty soon the rainy season came and I fed it. I put fertilizer down on it and I kept feeding it. And the the rain kept coming. And now the clover is still there, but not as much as it was. And my my lawn is starting to look way better right now. And I didn't get the thatching done. I didn't get the aerating done. I didn't do the work on it like I really wanted to do. I just wasn't able to get that work done. But my lawn started to look better, just like the game of life. The game of life, I don't know if you've ever played it before, but it's all about 
kind of like Monopoly. It's all these things happen in life. You know, you have a kid, you got college tuition, you roll the dice and whatever you land on it says is what happened to you. And the game of life is about good things happening as well as difficult things happening. But you know what you do? You keep rolling the dice until the game is done. Or maybe it's a spinner you have to spin on life. I think you might have to spin a spinner. I remember a spinner being there. I don't think it was a dice on, it's it's been a long time. But the game has all sorts of good things as well as all sorts of negative things that happen. But it's a game. So what do you do? You keep playing it. But it feels weird. So? All I know, the answer for me is when I don't know what's up, like I'm feeling like I'm feeling today. You know what I did? I went out and I mowed the lawn. I came up here and I recorded a podcast. Because sometimes you just have to follow through. You just have to swing the club, even if it feels uncomfortable to you. Even if you don't know what tomorrow holds. You don't know what the next 10 minutes is going to hold. Do the right thing. Go out and mow your lawn. Swing the club, even if it feels uncomfortable to you. Right now, there's some things in my life that just have me a little uneasy. And I don't know what to do. Like I said, I can't hardly even, my wife and I, we're just, we can't hardly make a decision sometimes. We're just feeling like, man, what do we do? I don't know. I just get up here and I record another podcast. I make another video. I'm a content creator as well as a thought leader. That's what I do. So I do what I know how to do change this last couple of years have forced us into a big season of change, but it's okay. I know it feels uncomfortable. So swing the club, learn a new swing, spin that dial. If you keep spinning that dial, it doesn't always come up negative. Sooner or later, you're going to land on a spot that is all going to come. If you just keep mowing the lawn, the weeds and you know, the best, the, the biggest deterrent to weeds is you keep mowing it. I'm by no means a landscaper, but I know when I just say the weeds have taken over my lawn, forget about it. Then if I don't, when I mow it, that's what tends to keep the weeds down. When I mow it and I feed it, it it keeps the weeds down. But sometimes it's just easy. It feels weird. So we don't swing at all. We can practice it all day long. We can read it in the books. We can, we can watch the the coaches. We can watch the videos. We can try to, 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 you know, improve our life. We could do all the talking, right? The talk is cheap. But once that ball gets put down in front of us, and now the swing becomes real, (laughs) that's when it gets weird. But that's when it matters the most. Reading the books and watching the videos and getting advice from people, going to see counselors and seeing therapists and going to the gym and working out or reading about working out maybe. (laughs) But it matters once the ball gets put down. Once it's your turn, on the on the board of life and you go oh man i don't i don't see many good options here you just gotta spin the dial you gotta swing the club and even though it feels weird right now because it's new so so i'm just telling you happy lifer it's okay you don't have to know you don't have to know the answers but do what you do know what are you good at do that what do you love to do? Do that. What can you do to make somebody else's life a better life right now? Do that. You might be buried under an overwhelmed, all the thoughts in your head, not even know what, what you're supposed to do next either. So just swing the club. You might not know what's going to happen, but swing it. So it feels weird because you've never done it before. So you're nervous. So, just like that counselor, 
brilliantly tells those scholars when they come into his office. And he's lucky because when they come into his office, they usually come into his office because there's a problem. And why, why is that lucky? Because that means they're ready for change. Problems get us to a place that prosperity never will. <laughs> you know, and that's what happens with the last several years of all the changes going on. It's getting us to a place where we can learn a new swing. We can be in a new situation and it actually can be kind of fun if we learn to embrace it. If we learn that it's okay to be uncomfortable, you don't have to be comfortable. Just swing the club anyway. You might not know what you're doing, but just keep doing what you do know how to do. And pretty soon that, that shot's going to develop. Pretty soon you're going to land on the space that's going to make it on, on, the, on the board, on the game of life, that's going to make it all worthwhile. feels weird you don't know what to do yeah (laughs) i know the feeling and i just want you to know that compassion means to feel with somebody it comes from two words come which means with and passion which means pain it means to have pain with somebody that's compassion i want you to know i feel your pain today that's what compassion means to feel somebody's pain and if you're sitting there they're going i don't know man i'm I'm anxious, I'm nervous, I'm scared. I don't know what to do next. I'm nervous. It's okay. It's okay to not know. It's okay to be uncomfortable. It's just not okay to quit. Don't stop spinning that thing. Well, the last several turns have landed me in a bad square on the the game of life board, so I'm just not going to spin anymore. No, you got to spin. You got to keep on spinning. And the last several shots... May have, you might have hit the ball in the woods several times, but that's okay. You just keep dropping another ball. Just keep dropping another ball and keep swinging. And you know what? Maybe forget about the score. Who cares about the score? Just put the ball down and swing the club. Do what you know how to do. Keep doing that. Make someone happy. What you do know is life is still there. The club is still in your hand. The ball is still down on the ground. Which only leads to one thing. It's time to hit it. It's a game. Enjoy it, because you win some too. Because life isn't always perfect. But that doesn't mean it can't be happy. Steve Ace.